0: fight we don't have to kill everybody in the wide world really just needs to chill no we don't have to bust. no 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 we don't have to hello everybody welcome back to another episode of just chill with oliver george this is episode 64 and i have some musical friends across from me but before we get into it i want to remind you if you're watching on youtube right now and you would prefer audio only you can get that on spotify apple podcasts iHeartRadio, and many places like that out of breath. Um, if you are listening on one of those right now though, you can switch over to YouTube and check out the visual version. I would appreciate it. If you could subscribe while you're here that would mean a lot to me. If you want to contact the show, maybe you've got a cool guest idea or some general feedback you can hit me up at podcasting at gmail.com. While you're doing that, let me know if you want one of these stickers and I'll mail you one. Back to the guests. I'm really really excited to have you guys here and thank you so much for spending your time with me. It's Jason Lamb and Juan Miguel Gomez. Yep. Ottawa musicians, multi-talented dudes, and uh, you guys are part of a band, two-fifths of the good guys. Yes, we are. Amongst Mm -hmm. other bands that you guys are parts of. Yeah. That's it, yeah. So this is how I I came into contact with you guys, though. I I was, I mean, I I feel like I should let you guys say a little bit more about the band. Let's give a little bit of info. You guys are uh, Jazz Fusion, right?
1: Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean... uh, and funk and yeah and <laughs> funk and Latin and rock and <laughs> yeah pretty much every every other genre that you can think of um, yeah I mean the good guys is a project that uh, uh, that started maybe like what like four or five years ago like it's uh it's been it's been oh, wow. on for a while but it wasn't really on it wasn't really anything until very recently actually. Um, like we, me and uh, another, the the drummer of the band, Alex started like, um, playing in this other project and as a side hustle, we kind of wanted to start doing something that we really enjoyed more, you know, like we are all uh, professional musicians and we all play music for a living, but, um, sometimes we actually wanted to play music just to play cool music. So it was more of like a jam band for a while. Yeah, yeah. So it was more like, you know, we'll get together like every, you know, couple months and play these songs. And we were like, okay, well, let's get more people into this. And then, you know, we were looking for a bassist. And then uh, we got Jason. And then, uh, you know, like uh, for a while it was just me, Jason, and Alex. And uh, we will get together like every couple months and jam a couple tunes and whatnot. And then uh, we wanted to put a saxophone player in it just for fun. And then we we got Zach. And then... uh, uh, the last one to get in with Scott on on keyboard as well, and that was probably like a couple months before the pandemic started. Okay. Um. So that's when the band actually kind of came together as a real band. You okay. Know, like we actually came to existence like right before the pandemic, and we said, okay, we're an actual band, and uh, and we want to record music, and we want to play shows, and all these things, and then we started working on an album, and then pretty much finished the album, and suddenly COVID. Uh, happen you know Mm. so uh, that kind of like put a hold on on everything for the band for a year or so and right uh, when you guys were
0: about to kind of yeah exactly came out of the
1: shell a little bit you know like uh, Mm. and we had to stop for for a year and then you know like at the like i guess at the beginning of this year we were okay. no matter what happens this year we're gonna just you know announce that we actually exist you know and Mm -hmm. show up the album and uh and that's where we are right now basically yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: And, well, and you guys just had uh, a physical pre-release.
1: Yeah, yeah. We had a pre-release of our album at uh, Live on Elgin a couple of weeks ago. With that, uh, that went great. I think uh, it went uh, high above our expectations. And, nice. Uh, yeah. It's a. Uh, it was a little bit of a letdown because when we first scheduled that show, um, we were hoping that the restrictions will be like better by then. You know. Uh, but they're still not. There's so, like uh, thirty people cap. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. So for spaces like that, we ha- we can only have thirty people, and we were hoping to have like seventy or like a hundred people in there. Yeah, but we were not able to have more than than 30, 35, I think it was. Yeah, that's um, uh
0: Yuck Yuck's temporary location right now, as of uh, for another week until they move to the next spot that they're going to. Yeah. Uh, so I did a show there as well, and it's yeah, mm-hmm. very small crowd size. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, it's you it's know, I, well, I'll take what what we can. You know. Yeah, for sure. It's good yeah. to
2: say that we can we sold out the show.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Know. Like the good, the good thing about that <laughs> was that in less than two days it was sold out. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess that's a benefit of that that we could we were able to put the sold out sign yeah. two days after we announced it. You know. But, I think uh, people yeah. are starting to
0: catch on at this yeah. point in the pandemic that sold out doesn't mean what it that, used exactly.
1: To, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we're still using it. Why not? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. It's good marketing. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs>
0: So, well, that's why I didn't want to go on a big rant before you guys said yeah. something about the band, but um, I ran into you guys because I was just in this neighborhood walking my dogs, and uh, I guess it was in the afternoon or was, sort of close yeah. to yeah. dinner time, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept hearing this bass line music kind of off in the distance, but you know, that live live music has a sort of distinct, distinct sound, sound to it. I thought I could recognize a regular drum set sound, and I'm walking around. And you know, as I went up with my dog walk, it would get louder or quieter. And I finally got near the park. Yeah. And I was convinced that this house, right sort of adjacent to the park, must just have a really killer sound system. (laughs) (laughs) Because I hadn't yet heard any like applause breaks. Okay. And I so and there was no vocals. So I just thought, okay, this is just some crazy guy's like backyard stereo setup. (laughs) And then finally I heard people cheering to what must have been the last song
2: oh yeah. and then oh, I, wow. I
0: crossed through this little hole in the fence and went over the train tracks and yes. shit. and i come out and i see you guys playing this backyard show which uh reminded me of sublime i've always been a big sublime fan okay. and they always did all these shows you know yeah. at backyard mm-hmm. parties and shit like that so yeah. um i was instantly drawn in and oh, I, at that God, point that's... you guys were just sort of saying your hellos and introducing okay. yourself to people so i thought yo let's interview these guys because you sounded so tight and then oh. I, I heard it was your first show and i was you know yeah. It makes a little more sense now I know that all your credentials. Oh. <laughs> it's not like it was your first band ever yeah. or something. No, 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 not at all.
1: our first ever presentation in front of people that was not you know us or like our couples or whatever yeah um as a band as a good guys but i mean it was a good turnout though there yeah was, no it, it, was it was great fun, yeah nice crowd fun. of people for yeah sure, for so sure. was it in fact the last song that we played that i you
0: think showed? so yeah because oh, I, I, I kind of heard it i'm like oh it is real and as soon as i got over you guys were wrapping up uh, uh, okay. okay i spoke you? to your keyboardist first oh, okay scotty, oh, okay. Right? scotty Scott. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. i gave him my card or, or oh, just told him Look me up or something and thankfully you guys i got in contact because yeah yeah, i'm really really looking forward to talking to you guys now that i've learned more about you Mm -hmm. um i wanted to know though if you guys this is just a fun question if you had any interest in ever experimenting with bringing a vocalist into the
2: mix we were talking about that actually
1: yeah yeah we've talked about it like many Mm -hmm. times actually and uh and it's i think it's part of part of our plans for the near future to to keep like doing the music as we do because uh i i mean i we play in so many other projects that they all have, like, singers in them that wow. uh, I find very cool to have doing, like, instrumental music, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, like... Nice change of pace, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's more about the musicians, you know, instead of being about the singers. Mm. But at the same time, we find very cool the idea of having guests as, yes, as much as we that's what can, I was thinking, you yeah. know? So, like, we, we, we are thinking on doing, like, you know, like, uh, whatever song featuring yes. this singer, you know? Whatever, like, yes. or featuring this saxophone player i don't know because then you're not
0: tied down to that vocalist you still have fun with it yeah Mm -hmm. exactly
1: so that's that's kind of on on the plans right now it's just uh um we just haven't like actually figured something out as of yet because like like we say this is not our our only project right we all have like so many things going on (laughs) so it's uh it's hard to organize with all these things but um it will it will come to happen for sure it would be fun to get experimental Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah well i actually wanted to ask you guys when it comes
0: to writing an instrumental album, it must be an interesting thing to do because a lot of people, when they approach writing an album, they might have a overarching theme mm. and it's a lot of the time based in the lyrical content mm-hmm. to some degree. Um, so when you go to write an instrumental album, like where do you start? How do you, what kind of a flow do you follow to say, Oh yeah, now we're done. Or hmm. you know what I mean? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? The question? You know, <laughs> yeah, It, no, it, it totally yeah, does. Okay, but, for sure.
1: For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I'll take this one too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, I mean, I, I've, it's it's not a, it's not it's, it's not only me but i i have been the the main writer of uh of the music for for this project because it's uh, it really came to be because i had these songs in my head um that were like i mean you can say that they're jazz songs but they're like just like this fusion of many many things and i wanted to play them and then i was like that's why we actually started doing this project because i was looking for people to play this music that i had in my head right oh crazy and um uh, and then we, like, just, like, started jamming and, you know, like, thanks to these guys, like, all this music became what it is today, you know? It's, like, without them, it wouldn't be what it is, right? Yeah. So, def- they're definitely, like, co-writers and stuff. And for some of these songs, like, you know, Jason and Alex and Scott, they all put, like, you know, key parts in these songs that um, that made them theirs as well. Um, but um, but I, for me, particularly, you know, in the songs that I, I wrote by myself uh, uh, without their... Uh, their implication. It was more of a thing of a, uh, I don't know. Like I would write a song. I, for example, one of the, the one of the most important songs in the album that is called um, uh, "Fantasmas de Corea." Okay. Um, I wrote it uh, right on the night of Halloween before the pandemic started. So I guess that will be like twenty nineteen Halloween. Yeah. Um, like it was like another spooky night, and I was just dabbling up on my guitar and I was like, oh, I'm gonna like write a song that, um. I don't know, like it's jazzy, but it's kind of spooky because we're in a spooky okay, town, cool. you know? Mm. And I had like this idea of like doing something like like kind of like Latin y, but I wanted to do something very really, like dark and mysterious as well. Nice. So that's how that song kind of became that, you know? And then uh, it's more like I, I just like figure out all the bass for that and all like like everything that was gonna be like the, I guess like the core of that song. And then basically, I just bring it to the table with the guys. Like, we get together to jam, and it's like, hey guys, like, I've been working on this, and then cool. just like put it all together, you know?
0: Yeah, because I would think uh, I, I play music sometimes, and I would think without lyrics, I would have a lot harder time, especially if it was like a really long song. Because I mean, I guess it depends <laughs> on what kind of music you are. Some yeah. people are maybe more just on the melody and the, the instrumental side of it, but to me, yeah. I feel like, there, you know, you remember. The hook of the chorus or something that mm-hmm. helps me remember oh well that chord goes with this part that i sing or you know yeah, yeah. yeah. i guess it's you know teach their own really but
1: yeah and jazz music particularly it's uh is very like i mean all music is divided like that but in jazz you have to really make like a division of that on what is harmony and what is melody you mm. know so as long as you can kind of like separate those two parts and write some sort of chart for both of them you know like a chart for the harmony and a chart for the melody so you can just literally give papers to everyone and say okay this is what we're gonna, gonna be basing ourselves upon yeah. and then let's just create on top of that and then just people just do that right that's the
0: interesting thing about jazz is that when you see jazz players they seem like all, almost mathematical especially jazz drummers of course. they're so succinct in what they're doing and yet there's an overlay on top of that of just Abstract, like go with the flowness that you wouldn't think would mesh with such a yeah. mathematical yeah. way of approaching mm. music. You know, that's, yeah. it. that's what makes it really special. Yeah, I it's, guess.
1: it's it's. Uh, I mean, jazz is a. It's like the the like you know the class. I find it as a classical music of modern music. Mm. It's like uh, it requires so much skill and understanding in so many levels, like physically and mentally. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, that like m- more than any other genre for sure. Um, and that has like its you know like pros and cons as well you know, um, but um, but yeah it's a, it's just a, a different completely approach to writing a rock song or, a, or a pop song you know and, and instrumentally it just makes a lot more sense to yeah. write uh, jazz than to write instrumental pop you know?
0: yeah i mean i didn't hear that many of your guys songs but i would have always said funk has to be in the <laughs> oh the of course of course you guys are course, very very funky yeah. oh, oh thanks, yeah man.
1: oh yeah for sure yeah
2: definitely I, w- I, I that is a compliment for I, sure yeah. yeah i'm very proud of this album um some of the songs are like the one we were just talking about the phantasmas one is it like 11 minutes long oh yeah. wow 11 yeah. minutes long and to keep you know to keep people's Attention, attention yeah. you know, that it, it takes a lot of, you know, uh, ca- careful writing, you know, yeah. and uh, calculative. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say keep people's attention because I think mm-hmm. that's another benefit
0: to instrumentals is that you can kind of go either way with it. You can immerse yourself, shut off all the lights and really like listen to every note. Mm-hmm. Or you can put it on in the background and still, you know, that's it, yeah. have people over and, and still have a nice, pleasant uh, yeah. atmosphere, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my grandparents uh, played in a jazz band. Oh, okay. So I had a lot of exposure to jazz when I was young. I don't think I appreciated it as much as I should have, but mm. uh, my grandpa, he's 97 now. He's still out there playing oh piano. Oh, that's uh, amazing. <laughs> I don't know if he does it as much. My dad might know more. Okay. Is he still, can he still play?
3: Uh, he can still play, but it's a lot harder for him now than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He doesn't play as no much, kidding. which is sad. Yeah.
0: But I thought I heard you guys saying something along the lines that he, like, his memory for piano is almost better than his actual memory for day-to-day shit, right? Or is, is that something oh, okay. you guys had mentioned?
3: Well, he can certainly sit down and, and play and the tunes he always played. I think it's like most of us as we age, things from our youth, we tend to retain with great clarity, things yeah. that we did yesterday, not so much. Yeah. I suppose mm-hmm. Well, I
2: that's see. what I was wondering is, um, was it at his age, is it a physical thing? A physical, True, yeah.
3: Or, or the mental? or something, yeah. yeah. It, it's a little bit of both in his more. his particular case, yeah. uh, And my yeah. grandma
0: passed, uh, I guess, 2012 it was, or 2013. Thirteen, mm-hmm. might have been twenty thirteen. Uh, anyways, but she was a banjo player, and they had oh, this band, and, all, and everyone would always jam at their place. So, amazing. a bunch of that's retirees, awesome. and yeah, stuff. that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about being full time musicians and the impact of COVID. Like, I know everyone's sick of hearing about COVID, but I think that it really, really is a unique situation to be in when mm-hmm. you're doing gig work to pay your bills, and then all of mm-hmm. a sudden, boom. Same with comedians. This, yeah, full time comedians and stuff. But
2: how? ridiculously challenging was that for you guys the industry was decimated uh as you you probably know as a comedian right i mean i'm more of a uh casual comedian i don't do it for money very often no one wants to pay me (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah it was tough but uh there, there was always good things that came out of it like we, um, I have a little three-year-old, and so we took her out of daycare, and so I became a full-time dad, you know, nice. and hey, same yeah. Way, man. yeah, it's awesome, yeah. so it was um, fortunate that my wife still kept her job, and she works from home now, but um, awesome. in terms of the music, it was done, like I did a couple of gigs during COVID, but that was it. It must yeah. have been yeah, like a real shocker. To
0: it, just, was, yeah. it, was so oh, it was yeah, so rough. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. and you were in a similar situation then.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, it's a little bit different for me because uh, I am a full-time musician, but my main gig is actually a studio gig. True. Right. I, I did
0: have that here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I have a uh, I have a recording studio. I've had a recording studio for uh, for about like three years now. Oh, cool. And um, which I I. I like I, I worked in recording studios for like almost ten years, but like three years ago, I decided to go on my own and have my own place in my in my house, you know. Yep. And uh, and I've been doing that as a full time thing for the past three years. And uh, and yeah, when COVID happened, it was terrible for live music for sure. Uh, like everything that was all my live musician gigs and sound technician gigs kind of like completely fell apart, you know. Yeah. Um, and the studio stuff obviously was terrible. Like, the in-person studio stuff was terrible because, like, no one would, would be even allowed to go to your studio to record, start right? singing. And, and start singing yes, and writing. doing all these things, yeah, yeah. right? So, of course, that was terrible as well. But nonetheless, like, I was very fortunate that I had enough work uh, remotely for uh, for my studio that actually worked out for me. Like, uh, mm. I um, it turned out that I had a couple of clients that had, like, a bunch of music that I needed to, like develop or mix or master or, master or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. You must so, have had an
0: influx of musicians who all of a sudden can yeah, play gigs and they're like... exactly.
1: Hmm. So I, w- I was working with people from Toronto. I was working with people from uh, from Montreal, from Alberta, like uh, stuff that were just sending me and then we'll have like this. And we still have this like long, long-ass uh, meetings on Zoom and whatever. And then I ha- I run my whole session through, through you know, Zoom and video, and they have a plugin on the computer that I can actually stream the audio live from my computer to their computer. So it's kind of like, you know, if they have headphones, it's kind of like they're in the studio still because they're hearing yeah. everything as I'm doing it live, you know? Yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, they, like people couldn't be there like playing guitar, you know, but at the same time, they can be there in the session as if... It's the next they best there. thing. Yeah. The next best thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um So, um, happily for me, that uh, that was a, a good situation. So, I, I didn't really like struggle to find uh, work, but I did see, you know, everyone around me that was not me, you know, that, that like all my, my friends that live and made their music, they're, they're living out of like live music, like for example, Jason, right? Yeah and it was it was terrible man like it's uh there was just nothing you know like it's like and it's, then you're,
0: you're like trying to relate but you kind of have your side thing where you're yeah, like, yeah exactly I'm actually okay, guys. so yeah.
1: yeah exactly so i mean i was very fortunate and uh and my wife's uh is a um, is a nurse so she 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 obviously had a lot of work <laughs> and, and Same here, i was gonna say
0: my fiance is a nurse as <laughs> well. exactly oh, okay.
1: so so we actually never actually stopped but um Um, but it was, it was hard for me to see everyone around me just like struggling and Mm -hmm. like finding, you know, like a solution to their life. So yeah, it was, it was rough for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I should point out then that you have a bachelor in music production and a master's in advanced audio engineering.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I actually, I have a
0: diploma. (laughs) In uh, oh, audio annoying. recording, and I don't remember shit <laughs> from, <2004. laughs> from uh, 2005.
1: Why, yeah. Nice. Well, there you go. We.
0: Um, well, it is a, an industry that if you if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Because oh, of it's course. ever of evolving. Course. And mm. I
1: think, uh, I think, I mean, it's cool to have these diplomas. You know, it's uh, it looks nice and it looks nice on paper. I for had to sure. take mine
0: out from like this.
1: I know, but um, but I don't think it's. Uh, I mean. I, I enjoyed it, and I learned so much from those uh, those courses. But at the same time, I, I I think it's probably in this business is one of the businesses where it, it matters the least. You mm. know, it's it's at the end of the day, it's really all about the skills and yeah, and can you make it? You know, sound good? Can does it work? Are you like uh, efficient? Are you uh, fast? Are you like all these things? Like nobody's ever gonna ask you like, can I see your degree? Yeah, you know, like nobody mm. cares about that. Yeah, so That's it's a good uh, point. So, it's, it's a cool thing to have, and it's a cool thing to, I guess, like show to people and, and make them understand that you're serious and you're yeah, a pro. professional, yeah. But other than that, I think it's this as far as it takes you, basically. Yeah, because you can have a lot
2: of fields where people are certified
1: of mm-hmm. the wazoo, but they
2: can't actually do
1: their yeah, job. Yeah, they can't properly, do it. You know?
2: yeah, Exactly. And well, the technology is always changing, too. Like, yeah. all this stuff that you have in here, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to use any of this stuff, right? No. Super user friendly, yeah. but yeah. But, yeah, uh, so, it makes life easier, and um, well, and you have to find what works for you. Like mm-hmm.
0: our setup, we changed because our previous setup was just giving us too many issues. And right. a yeah. lot of it's troubleshooting and yeah. adapting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, want, I actually yeah. wanted to ask about your studio, though. If you had um, any analog equipment that you liked to record on?
1: Yeah, I use a um, I use a, a couple of uh, analog preamps uh, that I love. Like I've I've in my experience, I've tried like. Uh, you know, when you when it comes to analog gear, you can just go down the rabbit hole because there's... Well, in gear in general, like, there's just never so, enough, yeah. right? Like, you can just go and spend and never stop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly for the recording world, it's just, like, there's so much stuff, right? It's, like, the microphones, the cables, the preamps, the board, the compressors, the equalizers. It's, like, it just never stops, right? And every single of them give you a different tone and a different feel and, like... Daddy, a lot daddy, of the daddy, analog yeah, is like,
0: like um, you know, super expensive because it's vintage or whatever.
1: Exactly, exactly. Uh, but I think, at, I mean, my take on all that is that all analog things are very cool and very sweet to have. But it's at at this day and time, like the technology is so advanced, like yeah. that it's like the difference between you know, like the. Um, 108 uh, compressor on a plug-in to the 108 compressor on an analog thing is like mm. so minimal it's, it's that less... it's it's just not not worth the expense. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, mm. Unless you're like having just so much money that you don't know what to do with it. You know, <laughs> oh, and you're wasting a lot but, of time probably. Yeah, exactly. The you know, stuff is right. Because also yeah. that's the other thing. Analog stuff is non-reversible, right? So if you if you commit to using you know the 187 compressor. And then, you, for some sort you don't want it anymore. Then you're screwed because that's yeah. that was that, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if you're using digital technology, you can just change it, and that's fine. Yeah. You know? So the the only thing that I find that it's uh, is really important and that I I I I commit to is a good preamplifier because okay. that's something that you can't emulate digitally. Yeah. So um, so I have like a, a fancy a couple of fancy preamps that I use to to record, uh, but everything else that I use as mostly digital like compressors uh, plugins all that stuff it's it's all digital so yeah. when i went
0: to that course which was only a year it was uh, around 2004 so i guess there was still some more i remember very distinctly learning the analog machines and then the other studio had like the newer digital stuff but i guess yeah. it's probably going to keep phasing out we i yeah. had s- upstairs somewhere i have this purple tape that looks like a vhs but it's like an adat tape or something oh, yeah, like a- yeah. Okay. so yeah the technology i mean it's
1: is- it's, it's cool to I find that those things are more for, you know, fun for the engineer to do, but they're just pointless. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's just geeking out on it a yeah, bit. It's cool to yeah. like record on tape, for example, right? It's it's like I've done it a couple of times, and it's just so cool, you know? It looks so cool, it sounds so distinctive, it's amazing. But then you realize that, you know, like digital is here for a reason because it's just yeah. so much better, faster, reliable, like and an all those things, yeah. so it's like, it's fun, but it's, it's just about the experience and nothing else, you know? Um,
0: I should say, if you want to plug your studio, if, if people can come in. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean,
1: uh, my studio is called uh, Zorro Studios. Like Zorro, like the, you know, the guy of Zorro. Yeah. Um, Zorro Studios. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on the it's in the it's on the Quebec side. Okay. And it's, uh, we just moved there to a new location uh, a year ago. It's, uh, it's up in the mountains. Oh sweet! Um, so it's uh, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, spot. it's it's Is it a still in your spot. home. The new. Yeah, it's okay. still in my home. But we we were able to find like a really nice space, really really big space uh, up in the mountains, and the middle of the forest. So it's uh, very nice. Cool. Um, it's a little bit of a drive, but it's not the end of the world. Like from downtown Ottawa, it's like about thirty minutes. Oh whatever. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know most of the if people it's that get go there. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Most of the people that go there, they don't go for you know forty five minutes. They go for six hours or eight hours. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, you know, it's worth a little you know, little trek up there and then you spend the whole day and you're in the nature, you know, you're yeah, mm. here, you're just having a good time. That sounds awesome. And so so yeah, you I seem am. very qualified. So
2: it's almost like a wellness center too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously. I, I have some people that literally, you know, we're in the middle of the session and we go take a break and then no, go, you know, for a go swim. out meditate. Yeah, the you can go out for a swim in the pool. You you, yeah. you can go out like, oh, you know, just cool. to, like eat lunch, and you know, like you're literally in the middle of the trees in the forest. So some for people go in the forest for a little hike, and they bring the guitar. You know, hey, so I might, I might have to come mm-hmm. record here, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, sure. Really, I've got some comedy songs
0: I've been meaning to put down. Oh yeah, and these yeah, well, aren't really meant for music. These are right. pretty for podcasts. Of course, of course. Man.
1: Yeah, we'd we'll
3: love
0: to yeah. have you there for sure, man. Right on. Um, I want to switch to some solo projects. and also give Jason a chance here to. Yeah, yeah
3: share oh, a little bit
0: no because i was really interested in some of the projects i found out that you were doing okay um i want to talk first about your father and daughter duo oh geez because i have you know a <laughs> uh, i do my research man that's yes, awesome uh, your daughter i don't know if you don't want me to say her no, name, no but no. ella just, is ella, your yeah. daughter yeah um and my daughter also likes to sing and okay. so i tugged on the heartstrings how a old's bit. your daughter uh she just turned 11 yesterday oh great so that's but a... she's got a great voice and
2: your daughter wow she's ella, got thanks. an amazing voice man like yeah. a natural oh yeah. it's it's amazing working with her like she's a one take wonder in the studio <laughs> like, yeah she seems, she seems like, like auto was. pitch yeah. everything is yeah, yeah, perfect there's yeah. no auto no auto correct sure. and these are right. songs yeah. that you've introduced her to for yeah. the most part like um, Foo fighters the myself. Foo fighters like um, what you call it uh, we did a uh, 1979 by the smashing pumpkins oh, like cool. all these songs see that, that i i grew up with you know that i that was part of my playlist back in the day in high school I, I got her to sing it, and she loves the song. She loves every song that we do, and she puts her own spin on she kinda it. She kind of does, yeah. yeah, yeah, she does. And you're doing she, these nice acoustic
0: breakdowns. That's it, and yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, really, really mm. cool stuff. You guys were featured in Faces Magazine, all, we were his own.
2: Yeah, um, we they got a hold of us. Uh, we were we were, that was during COVID because we were doing a lot of these duos because I had no work, right? So I, I needed to get my my, music uh, out. My, yeah. yeah, my music out. So I started this thing with my daughter, and uh, yeah, it kind of blew up. And um, so then they, they asked us to do an interview, and they they pampered us. Uh, it was a great photo of you guys. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Really
0: yeah. cool. I, I saw the magazine article, too. And right above you guys was John Doerr, who's also been on this show. Oh, okay. So I was, I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that's cool. I should have brought you a magazine then. Damn. Yeah, I'll get it to you next time. Hey, man, yeah. I would put yeah. it up on the walls, whatever. Really, yeah. 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 So um, I did have. Oh, I wanted to mention, too, one song that you guys did together. I just thought it was cool mm. that your son was keeping beat with a basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. just dribbling the ball, and it sounded perfect. Um, but you had a musical family growing up, right? And yes, your parents did, yeah. were from Mauritius, which was a country, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't even oh, you know it existed. Okay.
2: Did you look it up or? <laughs> I did. Uh,
0: I learned a little bit about like mm-hmm. sort of in the Indian Ocean off the right-hand coast of Africa. Of Madagascar, Farha. yeah. Yeah. And uh, the music I wanted to ask you about specifically though, Sega. Yeah. Because at first I read Sega music. I'm like, mm. oh, he grew up like listening to the Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sega music. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, no.
2: oh, shit, it's this whole other thing. Yeah. Again, yeah. I'm an uninformed white dude, I guess. But <laughs> uh, Well, no, not many people have heard of Sega. It's um, there's variations of it. There's sega, which is like reggae. Yes, and I read sege. that as yeah. well. So yeah, there's sega is more of a um, unique to Mauritius. It's a very dancey kind of music, um, that uh, can only be described if you listen to it. Like it's Caribbean music, kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. danceable though, mm-hmm. very danceable. There's yeah. a the sega is actually also a dance that cool. that mostly, I guess, women do with these big dresses and they wave them around.
0: Well, I read yeah. and
2: correct me if I'm wrong, but that they
0: were, the Sega music had a big part in, uh, they would, it even said exorcisms. They would do it. If, oh, maybe I didn't that's, know that. but ceremonies no. and stuff. And that it was, okay. uh, looked down upon by a lot of people because it was the music
2: of the slaves. Yes. And the yeah, enslaved yeah. and all okay. that. So th-
0: that's that, where that. it was rooted, I guess. But
2: yes, I, th- so the, uh, Mauritius is a multicultural country. It's, okay. um, I, I'm not. I'm guessing at numbers here, but it's a lot of Indian people from India, a lot of people from the Arab countries, okay. um, and then Chinese, and then there's from Africa, right? Wow! And so, um, but but even before that, I don't know if they were slaves, but there were people of Mauritius who they called the Creole people. Okay. Um, oh, Creole. That's Creole. Like, is the language is yeah. it the same as
0: you hear in like Louisiana and stuff?
2: Uh, similar, but it's it's got its own dialect. There's a connection there, so, there or uh, somewhere, like. People from Louisiana, Haiti, they yes. all speak Creole, but yeah. it's a different kind of Creole. But we can kind of understand each other, but not totally. Yeah. Wow. So mm-hmm. I grew up speaking Creole. So as you can see, I'm Chinese, but I don't speak. I don't have I don't speak Chinese. I don't we don't really have the Chinese culture, but yeah. we, we do eat Chinese food. But mostly <laughs> there's a lot of I Indian food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of Indian food. And um, where was I going with that? Uh, yeah. So. The Morsh is, like I said, is is just a a big melting pot of culture. Yeah, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. But is it a big geographical location? Not so much. No, right? it's it's a tiny little booger on the on the globe. Really, like <laughs> if you saw it in the, on a map, you you'll miss it. Okay, like it's you can drive around the country in four hours, basically. Yeah. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Sort of like Jamaica, I guess, is, is about yeah, that size. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, yeah. Crazy, man. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Um, I wanted to know then, my next question regarding your family and music uh, mm-hmm. with your daughter. Here's a scenario, okay? Okay. She just graduates high school, and then she says, I'm going on tour with my band. Are yeah. you like, yeah, rock on? Or are you like,
2: you should get some college, secondary school experience? Mm, Where, what's know, the father mind go Chase your dreams do okay, do that okay. first and then and then after you can try you know getting the academic education but it doesn't matter which way you do it right Yeah, like, if she true. wants to like i i believe in her and i believe in her 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 um her skill and and her educate like her her smartness <laughs> yeah. intelligence and uh so either way if she wants to go on tour, then go for it and i hope i'm part of it hope she asks me to do it you know
1: <laughs>
0: right on yeah. yeah
2: no you guys had a good vibe together yeah. when you were performing definitely thanks man
0: um okay well this one i can kind of give to both you guys okay um i wanted to ask about best and worst tour or festival experiences (laughs) and i wanted to say before you guys reply just some of your credentials again because you've done jazz fest blues fest folk fest like all the fests (laughs) in montreal as well a lot of cool stuff yeah um and you've toured china and cuba mm. and there was another country australia Australia, thank yep. you 1500 mm-hmm. shows you've played yeah. so you guys must have some amazing experiences and some
2: trash experiences some so trash experiences. You can yeah. give me just like one of each yeah i can start if you want yeah well, yeah I have so to think about it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. find a good back one back in yeah. uh about the year 2000 the year 2000 we were uh, my ba- old band um from ottawa here seismic we um we were asked to go to New Brunswick for, uh, for a festival. Okay, so we drove, I don't know what it was, like 12 hours, got in the van, packed it all up, drove to New Brunswick, and found out that the, the show wasn't even happening. Oh. <laughs> it was just an empty stage. And so, what did we do? You know, so we decided to just camp there and uh, we, we made the best of it, but that was. Oh, you guys didn't set up and just jam did, outside or something? Yeah, no, that didn't happen. That been no. Cool. <laughs> Man, that would have been so cool if you could have got like a show to just come to you. Yeah. 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 um, How long of a drive is that? It was about 12 hours or something like that. Yeah. To to New Brunswick. And that's pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah. And then to find out only that there was an empty stage nothing was going on. And the organizer didn't even to call us, you know, to let us know. What was the explanation? There was nothing. They just said it, didn't, it just didn't happen. It changed our yeah. mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they didn't pay us, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> us nothing. So, <laughs> oh, my God. not even the gas. Yeah. Little,
1: nothing. Yeah. That's why you ask in advance. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: We even bought a van for that reason yeah. to, oh,
1: my God, to, to drive really up there. Sucks. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, you learn from the <laughs> tragic. Yeah. Hey? yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, totally. That's pretty bad, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, like, jeez, I don't know. Like, there's been so many of them. <laughs> like, so many good ones and unfortunately, very bad ones as well. Um, I mean, it's hard, but the f- the first one that comes to my mind right now, it's, uh, I mean, I guess it's just the most disappointing one is like, uh, uh, I, I guess it's kind of like the same thing. We were doing a tour thing. Um, uh, I was playing with, uh, with a peptides and, uh, we, uh, we were touring the, the East coast and, um, we got to this show in uh, uh, Prince Edward Island. Yeah. And, uh. Again, it's uh that's it's a trek to go all the way there for yeah, sure. Definitely. And uh you got to take a ferry to get to yeah, of yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, take a ferry and it, like it there's just not too much going on there and uh you know, like we play the show in and one of the best places to play in PI, which is like there's not that many <laughs> not in with you know. Yeah. And uh yeah, I guess one of the like we did, like we prepared this whole concert, you know, like three sets, you know, 45 minutes each like and we arrived on time. We did the soundtrack, whatever, and we played the show. And, um, you know, the, 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 comes the time of the show. The show did happen, where we played, I guess, for, like, I think the whole night there was, like, maybe one or two people, you know? Oh, So brutal. we played, like, three hours of music for one or two people. And then we, you know, probably made, like, less than... Uh, 50 bucks or something <laughs> oh, like uh tops well um, that, that's like a yeah.
0: spirit crushing moment yeah it day. was like a spirit crushing and <laughs> it was
1: like i mean we were already kind of there you know playing the east coast like a bunch of other other gigs and and some other gigs from that tour were amazing you know okay, we had okay. like an amazing so turnout you know no, no it was it was great like like the, the experience was great and uh and the traveling was great it's just like you know going to these gigs were literally the, like it, it, you prepare all this thing and it's just it, like you're just playing basically for yourselves you know but it, if, it, if it happens in your hometown is it's soul crushing but at the same time at least you're you know yeah. in your house you, you can know? just go home you yeah. go home and then <laughs> you lick your wounds you know but in there you know you're in the middle of the road and you're like already drove seven hours to go play a show for mm. like two people you know yeah it's uh it's yeah it's that kind of sucky but, but you must have yeah. had
0: some experiences where you've played a place with maybe not two people but a small audience and then yeah. you
2: come back to the venue mm-hmm. in the future that,
0: at some point it. and they've
2: told their friends and yeah mm-hmm. yeah of course of it's, course, it's course. not uncommon to be on tour and play the tables and chairs yeah yeah, or the cocktail yeah.
1: waitress or yeah you know. yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Right? yeah 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 and it's not the only show yeah. that i've had like that i've had many mm-hmm. of them right
0: yeah well, that's, I did, that's hey very similar in comedy yeah <laughs> yeah it's the same thing. definitely there's yeah. a lot of room smaller rooms in the city where you go and do comedy and it's like maybe one or two actual patrons and then just a bunch of other comics mm, <laughs> which it. can be fun that's for it. like you know
2: feeding off each other's energy or whatever yeah mm-hmm. ultimately you're like there's not a lot of real audience here yeah yeah, yeah exactly well yeah. when when we um when i played in australia we we did the the, the east coast of australia so from Sydney all the way down to Melbourne. Okay. And you, you, you hit these places like that I've never even heard of like Wagga Wagga, which is like a rural <laughs> town and it's uh, all farms, you uh-huh. know. You know, so it you, you you expect to play to nobody, right? And so it, you just have to go with that, you know, like and yeah. it's the same with PAI, right? Lower like expectations. Depending yeah, on where you lower you're your expectations always.
1: Yeah. and huh. then you're always surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it can only be good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, It's cool you said you were in the Peptides, actually, because it's a band that I've heard on local radio sometimes, and I know they're they're big
1: in Ottawa for sure. Yeah, three three of us, of the good guys, are in the Peptides.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that I didn't know. Well, okay, let's do that then. Uh, Before we cast all the other good guys aside, can you guys (laughs) tell me a little more about them since they weren't able to be here? We only have so many mics. Sorry, guys.
1: No worries. Um, Um, uh, Yeah, I mean... uh, uh, I mean, the good guys is, uh, it's me, which is, uh, um, I'm Juan Miguel, and I play the guitar. Um, then it's Jason, who uh, plays the bass. Then we have Alex, uh, which plays the drums. And then we have Scott, which uh, is on uh, keyboards. And then we have uh, Zach, which plays the saxophone. Cool. And uh, and yeah, me and Alex and Scott are all in, in a bunch of bands together, actually. Not only the good guys and the peptides, but... The, the 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 first band that we started playing together was the Peptides, and since then we've played in I don't know like right now I think we're in over three bands besides the Peptides the good guys are in over two, you know mm. so it's uh it's crazy it's uh it's just like we we just work so well together yeah that uh, it's as I know of so many more like drummers and so many more mm. other like keyboard players and whatever. Um, but it's just it's just a lot easier when you just have like already like a good connection with some yeah you've you got know? a
0: groove you're already in yeah it. yeah
1: I mean at the same time it's cool to play with other people that's the reason why Jason is here yeah <laughs> um, but um, you know I, I kind of find, I I found that when I was like building the band it was easier to like have a little of a, a core group I guess that I know that I can rely on comfort. Mm. And then just like build everyone else around that. So that's why I got Alex to play with me. And then I got Jason, which was someone that I didn't play with before. And then we got sacked. that was someone, again, like so, that was outside of the art That's yeah, a good
0: mix, because you've got some people yeah. that you're very comfortable mm-hmm. with and a couple yeah. of uh, rogue yeah, elements. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but now, you know, there's been so many years that we've played together that, you know, I, I'm completely... I, I would pull Jason to play in any other project at this point, right? Cause,
0: well, that's why I think you guys, especially as things open up, are going to take the city and, and hopefully the country by storm, because oh, wow. you're a bunch of really talented, established musicians, and then on top of that, you went and kind of just privately, like, locked this shit down and practiced and jammed for, like, years, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. And now you're yeah. unveiling yourself. So, of yeah. course, you're going to sound amazing. Like, I couldn't believe when I heard it was your first show. But, uh, huh. you know, again, yeah. it makes more sense with that context. But still, yeah, I yeah. think people
2: are going to be blown away. Nah, thank awesome. you. Thank you. Yeah, my, yeah, my wife was blown away when we played in my backyard. She's like, yeah. this is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it makes you yeah, want to dance, yeah, and yeah. everybody was feeling it.
1: Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. I like, I've told about this project to some people, but uh, I kept it a little bit in the dark. Cause I, 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 like, we were not very sure even when it was going to be released. But when it was released, I, I told the people about it, and then every time that I show the music to the people, there's like, they were really just not expecting yeah. that, you know. So, uh, so hopefully, actually, like w- when you wrote to me last night to bring something. I was not ready to bring anything, right? But, <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the, based on that. Yeah, but the the thing that we brought you is actually our, a copy of our new album. Sweet, there you go. So, um, right so you can actually put it wherever you want, and it has a new album inside of it. Nice. Yeah, so, I'll take um, the CD out first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably. I wish and, the CD player
0: in my car wasn't busted. But. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: Well, but if not, um, we also have uh, we're on, on unveiling a new website as well, mm-hmm. and all of our music is there. Uh, to listen to, as awesome. well. so you can. Uh, and uh, I mean, I, I can take this chance to um to say as well that we're releasing the album, uh, um, fully on the 16th of October, like okay. which in a couple of in a couple of weeks there, and um and the music will hopefully by then will also be like all on all the s- uh, streaming services like Spotify, Apple Music. Cool. All those things, so yeah, you'll be able to find it everywhere. Basically. And Did I
0: read that you guys might be doing another outdoor show if the weather is Yeah, providing? That's that's mm-hmm. the 16th. Oh, that's mm-hmm. okay, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So we're gonna just match both things the release of the actual Sweet. album when the, when the and it's gonna be actually in the same location, yeah. yeah. No, I'm totally You're gonna, to this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. gonna come from the beginning, yeah, it'll, it'll yeah, be yeah. kind
2: of like a first come, first serve up to 100 people, okay? Yeah. So because of COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. With maximum exactly. 100 people. So yeah, if you'd if you want to bring some people, just let, Definitely. Us, let me Oh yeah. yeah i know some yeah. people will come to this for sure cool. yeah and i'm um, excited to listen to
0: that yeah for sure i really wish i could listen to the car though man i'm telling you i've had my cd player busted for a while and there's one cd stuck in there uh, I, every once in a while i used to get it to like i would hit a speed bump and it would come you know, out and i change can. it yeah. and then i'd be stuck <laughs> with stuck that cd for another few months so <laughs> yeah. for like a year plus all the pandemic it's yeah. been uh one half of a best of James Brown CD. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're gonna have anything stuck in yeah. your CD player, James I'm okay I'll At it. That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: this one will keep you company for a while if you can get the James Brown out. Or yeah. I'll play yeah. it uh, just at home, man. I'll throw it in yeah. the Xbox. or yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's very nice music. I mean, not not only because I wrote it, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> or we wrote it. It's uh, it's very nice music to actually do stuff, you know, yeah. like like jazz usually is, you know. So like if you're cooking or, or exercising like or something, exercising yeah, or whatever, yeah. and it does get you kind of like. I don't, know. I don't know. I find that some of our songs, they're very funky. Some of them are super funky and super, they're even like, I guess, like bordering with not jazz, I find. Okay. Mm. But some of them are like very jazz. Okay. So it's like, we have like the extremes, I find. Like it's like very like funky, rocky, or very jazzy, modern, jazzy kind of thing. That's and cool And I though. find that they, they, they put you kind of like in a, in a little bit of a trance, I find sometimes. Cool. Because yeah. they're very out there, some of them. Uh, but they're they're very cool. They're they're an experience I f- I find, and they're an experience to um, to be had. So for right. sure, it's I'll be very curious. I'm program. curious to know what you think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because even that. when I <laughs>
0: heard you guys live and and the clips I've seen online, it's all been more of the funky side of things. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear the jazz part of it.
1: Yeah, hopefully uh, on this new gig that we're gonna play on the 16, uh we will get someone to like, shot something that is a little bit more jazzy. But uh, um, but yeah, I think uh, if you if you enjoy jazz, you will. Uh, You'll find it very entertaining, I think. Yeah. Or funk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: Man, that's awesome. I, I when you were talking about having so many different bands you guys are in, I wanted to ask you guys how do you manage that? Like pre pandemic when things were in full swing, do you ever find that like overwhelming to try to be in six bands
2: or whatever, five bands, you know?
0: I have
1: kids. Well
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm sure
2: there's more layers you can throw on there, but Yeah. and it's it's not hard to to manage because you can you can only be in one place at one time, right? So if you book a gig, you got to stick with it and be loyal, you know. But um you never had like different bands vying for your time, where it's like, well, yeah. we need you on Saturday, and they're like, sorry, I'm already, you know, right? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, that's that's uh we we have multiple bass players, you know, multiple drummers in the city that can always replace, yeah, you know, me fill in, fill in you know, okay, so, yeah. It, it makes it uh, doable. Manageable. I'm sure there's some people that wouldn't want themselves to be filled in for. You yeah, know. Right, I'm yeah. a core member of this group. Right. You know, I see. Kind of yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. With with in terms of like the good guys, like it's all original music, and so it would be hard to replace. Yeah, you know, I and, think and there's and bands remember.
1: are. That, that make it basically impossible to replace members. Like, the good guys, like, we would never be able to play a show. Mm-hmm. And have someone sit and, and in. And someone yeah. sit in, unless yeah. we know, like, six months in advance, you know, something right. like that. And we have, like, a lot of rehearsal with this other person because there's so many things going on in the songs, right? It's not something that you can just, like, wing it, you Here's know, one day before. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, it. No, there's so no. many things going on. I guess it really on.
0: does depend, then, on the style yeah. of band. But if you're playing yeah. covers, yeah. You know, if you're mm-hmm. playing weddings
1: and that kind of stuff, it's very mm-hmm. easy to just... That's well, it.
0: that's I a couple of your projects sounded sort of that's up that it, line, yeah. right? The um Jackson Miles Jackson Miles band and the mm-hmm. J Marks, you guys do some covers. The too. J
2: Marks was also a cover band, so or we passion also had project. original. Um, uh, Mark, Mark Charon, the member of J Marks, uh, he he's since moved to uh to BC, so uh, that, that project's no longer happening. But he's uh, a great singer, he's great, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. guys sounded really good together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a bummer, but at least yeah. you guys got some stuff on tape, you know, yeah, totally, yeah, oh, yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, I usually throw to my dad at some point during the episode to see if he has a question for the guest. Did you come up with anything, or do you, have you thought of something during the combo?
3: Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm really... Uh, yeah, back to me. No. The, the, only thing, the, the only thing I would say on this is that I, myself, am very much looking forward to listening to this album because my wife and I like jazz a lot. Mm, all right. Um, but jazz is one of those things I find where, I mean... I guess it's with all music. There are certain types of jazz, you know, the easy listening. Uh, and then you get the really super experimental stuff where mm-hmm. I go, "Is that even music?" Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm very, very interested to hear yours, and uh, I think my wife would really enjoy <laughs> listening to it too. So,
0: well, you guys should come to the show then. If, yeah, uh, yeah, sure, yeah, if yeah, yeah. Make it out. Yeah, yes, they're they retired now. They got yeah. no excuse. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, I yeah. look
3: forward to that. Yeah, my, um, my parents will be there too. Oh, nice. No. Yeah. So no, I won't yeah. be the only gray head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You won't be the only geriatric. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I think
1: um, all of our parents will be there. I think uh, that's oh, our, right core, our core fan base yeah. right now. <laughs> well,
0: it looked yeah. like a nice diversity in age and, and in other senses. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. For sure. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a fun question since you've played probably a lot of shows in Ottawa. Do Ottawa concert audiences suck in the way that we get <laughs> labeled as sucking? Especially compared to you know if you've been all over the world. Yeah, it depends yeah. on where you play. Honestly, yeah. like it, well, overwhelmingly then. Yeah, it is, I know, you know, know, I know. I know Ottawa has a as well?
2: has a bad rap for just being a boring city. But Sitting no. down during yeah. the show, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, it's, uh, <laughs> it depends on where you play. Like so, as as you as a as a cover band, you 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 play. I play people's weddings play at the bars you know so and that's people want to just dance people like that's the whole atmosphere right it's people just want to have a good time and so when people are having a good time i have a good time the band has a good time and so yeah Ottawa's is a good place to play it. and there's tons of work for musicians out here Tons, tons i think the stereotype is more maybe with like big big shows at like um i
0: don't know what they call it now canadian tire center is that what it's called these days Canadian Tire Center? I, I know they changed oh, the yeah. name, so oh, yeah. I right. still oh, think of yeah. it as uh, Corel Center. Center, yeah. <laughs> Or uh, Palladium was the first yeah. one. Uh. Scotiabank plays. Yeah. They had so many. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I've never played the Corel Center or the Canadian Tire Center, so I wouldn't know, but... But I've Blues been to shows. Fest, yeah. I've heard blues a lot Fest, of yeah. um,
0: artists, you read things where they say, like, oh, yeah, the audience sucked. Or, oh. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Is that not, not a stereotype? Not. That's what I've always heard.
1: I mean, every time that I play Blues Fest, we play, I think, like two or three times there, and... Every time that I play there, the audience was great. I mean, it also depending the time of the day, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like the first show that we play there, it was the main stage, but it was like, you know, like 1 p.m. or something like mm-hmm. that. So you know, people are like just getting to the festival and like yeah. having drinks or whatever. And Alcohol usually about. helps. <laughs> it does <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, everyone was standing up and having a good time. But it definitely the second time that we played there, which was in the middle of the night. Um, a lot of people were raving definitely way more than than in the day, right? But if that's just the, nat, the natural way of things, right? Well,
0: I think we're known as being like the, the government town, too. Yeah. To do some of that.
1: One, one thing that I would say, so, is that uh, I do find that Ottawa shows definitely have to finish way earlier than mm. anywhere else. Like, if you want, particularly if you're playing, like, original music, if you're playing in a cover band, then, you know, like, the Heart and Crown or whatever, like, you can get it away with, like, playing until, like, 2 in the morning. Because yeah. people are mm-hmm. just you know getting super drunk and well and it's and inside dancing, so it's and, not it's disturbing the and whatever yeah. and and they're not really there for you they're really there to like dance and mm-hmm. and whatever right That you just have to happen to be like a like an extra cool thing happening that night yeah you know? mm-hmm. whereas if you're actually playing you know with your band and you're expecting people to go to your show like you have to play early like yeah. mm-hmm. not early as in like you know 1 p.m but you have to like start like at seven, eight, maximum nine, you know, and finish before 11, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, like, people just, like, don't go or they yeah, that's just leave, lame. you know. That's uh, that's that's my experience, at least with all the, like, original s- shows that I've done in the city. Yeah, it's kind
0: of a, sure. bummer, a bummer vibe if you're at, like, a, a show that's happening and then you're like, oh, sorry, it's a school night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do work tomorrow. Or even <laughs> yeah, if it's yeah. not
1: a school night, it's like, I, I think people here are already, like, kind of wired to just not stay up too late, you mm. know. Mm. Um, but it's um, a very Monday to
0: Friday kind of city. I yeah, think. exactly. Yeah.
1: But that doesn't mean it's, it's bad. Like after saying all that, I find I, I don't understand why people say that Ottawa has like a dead scene and all these things. Like obviously, if you compare it to a city like Toronto or Montreal, which has like more than twice. Well, that's the, just sheer numbers, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like obviously, yes, but. I mean, for being the city that we are, I I find this is amazing. Yeah. It -hmm. it works great. There's so much work, like Jason was saying. Like, Mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of music going on. I think Ottawa's
0: going to keep blowing up uh, in the next 10, 20 years because we're supposed to be getting some huge sound stage that we're going to build on Hunt Club. Just the field oh, yeah? over here, yeah. Like oh, yeah. You know, like if you're going to Barhaven, there's those big fields. Yeah, I think oh, somewhere yeah. in there is where they've proposed to build a huge soundstage for filming movies and television and Whoa, stuff. No so, Whoa, on the green belts. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would hope they wouldn't destroy like, green belts <laughs> yeah. space, but there was some kind of plan. I don't okay. know where it's at now. It, it oh, would take fun. years to do this. Kind amazing, of yeah,
1: but, yeah. Like for festivals and stuff, or what?
0: Well, uh, no, no. It's more for like uh, film, yeah, film and television. So if okay. you want to film like a movie, you know they'll mm. they'll build a big
2: elaborate set inside these. I don't know. They're probably like giant. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to build anything, that's a good spot. To go to <laughs>
0: well, yeah. it's gonna create a, a of bunch of and jobs giant. and yeah. stuff. I'm sure too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah amazing. But yeah, same thing with comedy, you know, like mm-hmm. when you compare it to Montreal or Toronto, that's where a lot of the big names come from. But I think people are starting to notice there's tons of super funny people in Ottawa too. And a lot of yeah. them are doing really well. Mm. Some of yeah. them end up moving to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I, I gotta, I guess, wrap it up because I don't have too many more questions for okay. you guys. But yeah. uh, I want to ask you guys what I've been asking everyone this season. Uh, actually, I will say first, next week is the season finale for anyone who's still watching. Oh, So uh, check in. It's a really cool guest. So check in for that. But I want to ask you guys, if you could have dinner with any person who is alive or dead, but you have to have never met them before, who would it be and why?
1: Like any person. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't have to be a musician. Yeah. No, no, it could
0: be uh, Albert Einstein. It could be, yeah. you know, could be someone that's still alive. It, anyone.
1: Yeah. Um, wow.
2: Some people have yeah. said like uh, relatives that they never yeah. got to oh, meet. Oh, I was just going like to say that. that. I was yeah. going to say my grandfather on on both of my parents' side, because I've never met them; they died before I was born. So no, that sucks. man. Yeah, and there's a lot of history there, like that goes back to China, you know, mm. and that I don't know about because I. Anyways, long story. So no, yeah. no, we'll yeah. save cool. it for another time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a great answer, though. I always yeah. respect that answer, especially mm. because if you're presenting someone with this, uh, you know, genie scenario where they can hang out with jay-z or whoever yeah. they want to hang out with really bad you yeah. know um well maybe that was a weird example but like uh, leonardo da vinci someone said stuff like right. that like to still prefer to
2: choose someone from your own who's mm-hmm. not famous or whatever is admirable uh, sure yeah. yeah i mean there's a lot of history there that i don't know about and so that's the, that's the only reason why i would would want to meet them and i was asked when people say those types of uh answers would you be able to communicate or would you have Oh yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't even see. I don't even know if they spoke like Chinese or Creole. You know, I don't even know that. Like, it's uh, my my dad didn't even know his own dad because he died. He died when he was two years old. So I wonder if you can uh, like trace back into that. Because my mom, I only
0: say that because she got really into genealogy and Mm. like studying our family tree. And they've gone to like Europe and visited people that are like our extended family and seen old gravestones and dig up medical records and shit. My mom is deep into that so you never know yeah. man you might be able to learn more
2: even without a magic genie you right. yeah no i'd like to uh i've, I've been to china but never and it didn't go to the part where my family's from like my roots but i think my parents have and they found some they found some old not graves but i think but information something, a, yeah information yeah. like written on in stone <laughs> they actually said written in stone um that's cool but it wasn't a gravestone it was something else that they, they that interesting Chinese people do to, to keep track of like a tablet of or something the genealogy. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe one day you'll make it to Mauritius too. Yeah. Well, I have, my last time was like 21 years oh, you've ago, been there. 98. Oh, wow. yeah, okay, okay. like, yeah. 98 was the last time and Mauritius. I, I, I sh- want to go back, but it's caused a lot. That of money, actually makes yeah. me think <laughs> yeah. something I didn't bring up. You grew up in Mexico,
0: right? Yes. Yes. I did. We, we can, before you answer the question, if you still want to think about that in the back of your head, um, tell me a little bit about when you came to Canada and
1: yeah, I mean, um, uh, it's a story that I've told a lot of people because I, I, I get asked about it a lot um, yeah I mean it's uh, my my dad is, is from Mexico and my I guess my mom too but she's uh, she's French Canadian as well like her parents are are um, well where one was from France and the other one was from uh, Quebec right okay so um, they o- just both I, are French yeah they're both they were <laughs> completely French and they decided to uh, they actually met on a vacation in Mexico. Uh, the guy from France and the, and the girl from Quebec. Oh wow! And they actually hooked up and got together and they got married and they had my my mom and then they decided they loved Mexico so much that they just decided oh, wow. to move to Mexico. <laughs> so um, so my 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 mom like spent like most of her teenagehood and like adulthood in in Mexico, where's where she met my dad, and um, and so I was born in Mexico and I was born and raised there. I lived there for like twenty years. And then, uh, but I was always, you know, very, very, I guess, close to my French heritage, I guess. Like as my, like my mom's family, like even though they lived in Mexico and everything, they, everything was, you know, in French, they spoke only French. Like, obviously they spoke Spanish to live in Mexico, but in the family gatherings, it was always, in French. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we ate only French food and like only drank French wine and, you know, it's all mm-hmm. about French, 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 French. Um, so, uh, so I was always like very close to that, and my mom was always very, um, very I guess like, insistent on on having our our different different citizenships as well, like having our Canadian citizenship and our French citizenship besides the Mexican. You know? That's smart. Which was very smart. When I was a kid, I was like, ah, that's not really important, you know, I don't care. Mm. And now and I'm you like just so thankful, you yeah. know, because uh, like it's just like when I was twenty years old, like I finished my uh, my degree in music in Mexico and. Um, and it was great, but it's just like the situation in Mexico, particularly concerning arts, is like so much different than here, right? There's just no, no money and no budget, and, mm. and it's just like a, it's very tough to make a living there, out of that. And particularly even more about like audio engineering and music, you know, and and what I wanted to specialize in, which was studio stuff, like it's even harder, right? So specific, and there's just people don't have money to spend in this kind of yeah. things, right? So I would just finish my my degree, and I was like, okay, well. Uh, either like stay here and try to make, you know, s- something work or, uh, you know, I always kind of wanted to, I've, I've been in Canada many times to visit my family and whatnot, but I, I always wanted to move here because everything was just much better, you know, like life was much better. More opportunities. It yeah. Like I mean, you. yeah. food will always be better in Mexico,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, food weather, and, and weather, say, yeah. you know, food <laughs> and weather, but <laughs> other than that, like everything else was, uh, just so much better here. Right. Yeah. And as uh, so it happened to be that I, um, I, um, my wife and I like met. I mean, that's an, a story for another like whole hour. But my yeah. wife and I met on an online game when we were ten. Oh yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, it's insane. Um, <laughs> that definitely needs to be explored. Yeah, that's a, that's a long story, and there's like a Can whole, I ask what game at least? Yeah, it was uh run, RuneScape. Do you know it? I've heard of that vaguely? Yeah, I thought you were gonna say World of Warcraft. Or something. No, I don't know. Oh, we played a bunch of it, we played a bunch of World of Warcraft as well. But RuneScape is basically like World of Warcraft, but even older, you oh, know, cool. like 2D okay. animations. Uh, oh, like uh, Interesting. super old, like, like, like robotic, like things. Like I, I'm talking about the time when like it was still like telephone internet and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So, um, so late 90s and stuff, yeah, Late nineties. And, uh, and, and she was, she was living here in Canada and I was in Mexico and we met through there and we always kept touch through all these years. And, you know, when I finished my university, like, uh, I was just like, okay, I want to move to Canada. And we started talking again and she was like, oh, Hey, well, why don't you come, you know, here and, uh, and we, you know, we meet and, uh, and we chat and, uh, and, you know, and see what's what. And, and when I said like, sure, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And then I, I, I came in a, as a tourist, uh, once, for like two weeks, and two months later, I I, I was here to stay. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, and and you know having the Canadian citizenship like helped a lot because it was just like literally said, okay, I'm moving to Canada. Okay, and then Canada just told me, okay, that's fine. Right. <laughs> come, come that's on crazy over. though. Ten years <laughs> old. And that's almost better than like
0: you know what what really doesn't happen much these days is like high school sweethearts that actually stay <laughs> yeah, together and yeah, get right? exactly. married for seven years because people realize like well you might want to date a few people find out what you're yeah, looking for yeah but you have the best of both worlds because you have the romantic like oh that's so cute they knew each other when they were ten yeah, but yeah. you still got to live your teenage years
1: separate yeah you know? like it, it, both of us like we got like, like you said like it's I think it it, it worked out great because back back when we were like 11 and 10 like you know i already was like in love with her as a as a kid you can be a in love crush, with right? her yeah, she yeah. was like my my canadian crush but yeah. i just knew mm-hmm. that it was not gonna happen because she was in canada I was in yeah. mexico right and uh, it was just like so much drama that happened throughout the years like they would try to kind of like make it work that of you know me coming here or she coming to mexico but it just didn't work out because we also we were like you know experiencing different things we were growing up and yeah like knowing other people well and, and that's, a things, right? that's a that's long, long distance time. relationship exactly yeah.
0: so <laughs> it's not like toronto to ottawa yeah. or Seriously. something <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah we never really have a had like a long distance relationship until the until i was like 21 like i said uh, like, before that, it was more like, oh, yeah, yeah I wish we, we would be together and whatnot. Yeah. But, you know, that I met, you know, other girls and reasonable. she met other guys and whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, we just did our thing and and had other relationships and live our lives, you know. But then I finished my university and she was, like, in a point of her life where she was, you know, like, like I said, like, okay, well, if you would come here, it would be cool. And I was like, okay, well, I have nothing to lose right now. So, mm-hmm. but if so I'm going to awesome. move to Canada that and is, give it a shot, a might as story. well try it. Yeah. And, you know, like that was almost uh, a little bit more than nine years ago. And you so, said you have kids
0: too, right? Yeah. So we got so married and we them. have two kids. Yeah. Yeah. One day they'll hear that story and yeah. maybe they already have.
1: Oh, well, probably they have, but it's, they don't really understand it because they're like, they're two and four, right? Okay, so they don't care too much. about yeah. <laughs> it, But one day they will and they'll hopefully find it very, very cute and a little nerdy, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that's actually one thing I forgot. um to mention when we we're talking about you and your daughter mm-hmm. in the article that I read, she was talking about how uh, the music and playing music with you really helped her with the transition of going from one house to another after a yes. separation. Mm-hmm. And I, myself was separated. I'm okay. now happily with a new, I hate seeing fiance because we've been together for eight years. That's like <laughs> okay. ridiculous, but and mm-hmm. it's just a, douchey word (laughs) films but anyways um i just uh i thought that was really cool and really sweet that you guys were able to bond over that and that was able to help her with that what what would obviously be a hard experience for any kid that age you know Mm Mm-hmm. totally um but it sounds like you guys have a healthy
2: working you know with my with my ex yeah yeah yeah, exactly with my ex uh we have an awesome relationship with um with her and her her new boyfriend and they, they actually moved like nine doors down from us and uh, it's perfect it's a great scenario we have her over for dinner that's awesome you know one big family you know that's and that's where we treat it now yeah and i wasn't
0: trying to get too personal it's just mm-hmm. it, it was a lot of similarities to my life and mm-hmm. you know my ex and her husband they have new kids oh and great we've got a young guy too, a new yeah adi- addition to the the pack so
2: yeah it was just uh cool you know to and see. You, you guys all get together uh, or, yeah.
0: Like they'll invite us over if it's like Halloween or yeah. like uh, new year's or Perfect. whatever, you know, and yeah. We, yeah. we're flexible. We help each other out. Mm-hmm. You know? Sweet. I don't know. I, I talk about it on the show a lot, but I guess yeah. it's something I'm proud
2: of because yeah. it's something not, to be proud of. Cause a lot of people yeah, are, are not be. in that same scenario. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess it wasn't so much a question as just like, it was nice to see somebody else doing it that way because mm-hmm. I, I see a lot more of, of the opposite side where it's yeah. people yeah. fighting and, and putting mm-hmm. the kids in the middle of it, you
1: know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's terrible. Anyways, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Your question answer before I forget. uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. My question. Uh, I mean, dinner with anybody. It's so hard, right? Like, is this? I mean, I I would love to like meet so many like musicians and and also like my um like like Jason said like the father of of mm, I guess my great grandfather on my uh, on my um, on my uh, mom's side the one that was from France. Like, like all my my, my grand, grandfather's family was uh, like was was in the French army, so they mm-hmm. played like like from Napoleon to like World War One to World War Two, so like Amazing. and they died like one of them died in like my great great grandfather died in Napoleon's army, and uh, and my great grandfather died in the in World War One in uh, in Africa yeah. Wow, oh, yeah, so like um. And they were both like captains in the army and whatever. Yeah. So I think I would have loved to uh, meet them. But at the same time, if I would, if I would just choose one person, I think uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a huge nerd about like stuff. You know, I like like nerdy things.
0: Um, well, then you're in good. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe, maybe not Star Wars as much. I'm, I'm more like a fantasy kind of guy. So okay, I love okay. Lord yeah, of the I don't Rings. Have a, yeah. So I would love, I think, to meet um, Tolkien, the writer from Lord oh. of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I, oh, man, that would be incredible.
0: That's yeah. a cool answer. Yeah, I'm not well versed in Lord of the Rings. Fantasy is one of my my geek weak spots. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 always... I am. Yeah, Star yeah.
1: Wars is not my forte. I know. I like it, but it's not my forte. I'd say I'm more into Marvel and Marvel. I world, can see stuff. that. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. But I'm a Lord of the Rings kind of guy. Are you so, a Harry Potter guy too? Then I mean. I'm a Harry Potter as as anyone that likes fantasy. Like yeah. I appreciate it, and I read all the books, and you know I read them when I was growing up, and I read them like a thousand times, obviously. But I, it's just like comparing, like, you know, like I don't know, like, like something like that is nice to something that is just like amazing (laughs) okay lord of the rings is just like for me lord of the rings is like the bible basically of fantasy you know (laughs) that's fair that's fair it's like everything everything that we know of fantasy is like or the modern fantasy is like based on that writing right Mm -hmm. yeah so and not only modern fantasy but like shows and like movies and all these things that we that we appreciate in games and all these things It's It's, it's all based upon that Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was just, uh, his mind was amazing. So I, I, w- I would love to talk to him for sure. It's
0: true. Even like Zeppelin used to make references. Exactly. All the time. Like music, like yeah.
1: everything is like referred, like not, well, not everything in the world, but there's so many things. Runs that were deep. best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he had like a super interesting life as well. There's a movie about him actually. Oh, really? Yeah, just called Tolkien. Yeah, cool. And it's when did like, that come out? Recent, it went or? a couple a couple of years ago, but it's in, it it wasn't the movies and everything. It just didn't make a big impact because you know, it was not mm-hmm. a huge like. It's franchise not a Fast and the Furious. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> Avengers or whatever. Yeah. But um, but it was super interesting as well. Like you know, like he had a very interesting life. So I I would love to pick his brain a little.
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna shock you. I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. So I'm gonna be out of this <laughs> this podcast now. You can delete my contribution. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I'm not. I don't do great at keeping up on watching a lot of TV or movies. Okay. Uh, so when I see something has like a three-hour runtime, it's a hard. Time, yeah, it's, you know? it, yeah.
1: And the Lord of the Rings are like, you know, if you see like the non-extended versions, they're yeah, like a little more two hours and a half, three hours. You know, if you watch the extended versions, you are sitting there for like a good. I think that's why yeah. I
0: got uh, turned off from it. it was every person who tried to say, oh, you should watch this. They always had like this massive DVD collection. And I was like, I'm not ready to, to
1: commit <laughs> to, to that. this." So totally. I think it,
0: it would have been better if I had just watched them as they came out in the theaters yeah, and got yeah. sucked in piece mm-hmm. by piece. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's never too late. You can also watch them by uh, by parts, right? Like yeah. the extended versions, for example, they're so long that there's like CD1 and CD2, CD1 CD2, right? So you can watch like the CD1 and then just soak yeah. that there. in. Yeah, soak that in, live it there for a couple months and watch the CD2 of the first movie and then finish it and then you know, move to the next one yeah. or whatever.
0: It's probably, yeah. I'm overdue. I mean, you know, I yeah. played Dungeons and Dragons and stuff when I was a kid. I don't hate fantasy. I just never ended up watching those. Yeah. i never seen Avatar yeah. Did you watch the new Venom? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. I, we just okay. watched the first one, actually, because i okay. only ever seen parts of it, and it was pretty good. It was, yeah. it was okay. Me and my son went to see it. It was, was okay. Was it good? It was yeah, right. kind of yeah. That's what I thought oh. about the
1: first one. Mm-hmm. So, I like Woody Harrelson. But you watched all the Avengers stuff. Yeah, like anything that's in the MCU, I've watched. Which, I mean, it's, a, it's still a lot. That's oh, what I'm it's saying. Like, it's way what, it's like more than... movies or something? It's, it's, it's way more than Lord of the Rings, if you count mm. all the movies, Definitely. you know? Oh, God, yes. So, I mean... But, it's kind of, but okay. in that
0: instance, well, not only did I have, like, the nostalgic, like, I grew up on that, so obviously I knew I was going to go watch it, but I did see them as they came out one by one, right, so, like, right, I right. wouldn't expect someone... If someone said, oh, I don't watch those movies because I, I don't even know where to begin, I would say... Totally, that totally makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. so much. Of how so much many movie. hours of movie yeah. is that? You know, it's mm-hmm. like 30 flicks or something. It's, it's insane. Uh, it's so much.
1: it's, in, it's so much. Like, I watched all the Avengers and like the odd, you know, like Spider Man here and there. You yeah. Know? But it's just so much right now. It's, like, it's, it's, it's too much, I find. Even but, me
0: yeah. as a huge fan, like, I can understand when people are sick of it because yeah. it's uh, It's too much. Kind of how many come out every movie or every year? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four yeah. superhero mm-hmm. movies, probably yeah. at least. Yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyways, the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is podcasting, right? You yeah, yeah, end yeah, yeah. up yeah, you all get over the Yeah. yeah. yeah but
0: fine. yes,
2: come to the show or yeah, yeah. book in advance. It sounds like because you
1: guys. Yeah. Have d- a well,
3: just
2: let me know, or I'll. What I'll do is I'll share. The, are you on Facebook?
0: Yeah, I'll be sharing all this on Facebook okay. and Instagram Sweet. and Sweet. Twitter. Sweet. And Sweet. All right, sounds good. So where should people find the good guys? On Facebook is the main place. Yeah, Until we're we really, on Facebook,
1: we're on Instagram, we're yeah. on um, YouTube now. On YouTube now, we're uh, we have a website as well, goodguyshoda.com. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess our main platform right now is uh, is Facebook. That's the uh, that's the one where we have the most following and the one that we've pushed the most like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that Instagram is like, you know, the big thing right now and that's the thing that you should like push and whatnot, but I think not nobody in the band is really like a social media person like i i'm definitely not and i just like try to push myself to you know market like my bands and my my business and whatnot yeah, but it really doesn't ass. come out like mm-hmm. naturally for me at all because no, I, mean, I don't yeah. enjoy social media at all yeah mm-hmm. so um but yeah if people want to 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 find more about us and uh, listen to our music and our shows and whatever we're we're in all the main platforms i guess um, so just, just look for a Good Guys in Ottawa and uh, you'll find us yeah and mm-hmm. Facebook's
0: good because at least you can make events and stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah That's right. yeah but yeah yeah. right on well there yeah. you go and thank you guys so much for coming and sharing all these no. cool stories with me and I wish you guys the best with the band and I'll see you at the show yeah right. for sure thanks, thanks for having us, having us. Yeah, man. yeah that was great well, we don't really high five at the end yeah right yeah so, alright there we go Sweet. Right see yeah. you later bye see you don't forget what we always say here at Just Chill with Oliver George fuck Mike's hard lemonade